episode 39. Welcome to the Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast. This is the place where baby boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. I am the Boomer Gal, Kaylin Amadio, your host and creator of the podcast, and I want to introduce you to today's special guest, Jude Bijou. And I've already talked to her about the fact that Hey Jude is running through my head, as I'm sure it will be with you. She is a respected psychotherapist, a professional educator, and a workshop leader. Her theory of attitude reconstruction evolved over the course of more than 30 years working with clients and students as a licensed marriage and family therapist and is the subject of her award-winning book, Attitude Reconstruction, a Blueprint for Building a Better Life. You can learn more about this at attitudereconstruction.com, spelled exactly as it should be in the English language. Jude, I always have to say that because sometimes people spell domain names in a wacky way. (laughs) Attitude Reconstruction, as it should be in English. Jude, welcome to the Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. It's great to see you. We've already talked about the weather. We've already talked about the Beatles song running through my head. Now let's see if we can't uh, help some baby boomers reconstruct their attitudes or maybe help other people reconstruct their attitudes. I don't know. Best to start by reconstructing our own attitudes. (laughs) Right. I had a feeling you were going to say that. (laughs) So I've told people just a little bit about you, but if you could um, expand on it, give us uh, the brief story of you, Jude. And if you would like, though I never hold it against someone if they don't want to, you can admit whether or not you two are a baby boomer. Ah, well, I, I am a baby boomer. And uh, I started out because I wasn't happy growing up. And I knew that there should be some book or some manual, something that provided me the information that I was missing. So I went, I started off with a scientific background. My father was a behavioral psychologist. Mm-hmm. And so I started out with a scientific framework, but then I went to the East and got involved in meditation. And then I came back and I became a psychotherapist. And what I found is that I had to really marry the two, the science and the spirituality. And as I dealt with uh, clients and taught and worked on my own stuff, uh, a theory came together based on emotions. And the th- the, it says that there are only six emotions and that they really run us. Sadness, anger, fear, and the opposites, joy, love, and peace. Okay. So attitude reconstruction is all about finding and increasing the amount of joy, love, and peace that we feel and decreasing the amount of okay. sadness, anger, and fear. Okay. Yeah. Like I wanted to hear those again. Sadness, anger, and fear on the negative emotions and the positive emotions of joy, peace, and love. Joy, love, and peace. Joy, love, and peace. Okay. Because they're they're really, they're in opposites. That's what I really learned from the East. And that is we go from sadness, which is very heavy and down, to joy, which is up and bubbly. Mm -hmm. We go from anger, which is I want to kill you, I want to strike out, Mm -hmm. to love, which is embrace and bring forward. And fear, which is agitated, to peace, 
which is very calm and relaxed. You, you just made the whole world much simpler for me. If I only have to worry about six emotions, right? Three, you and, know, three in one hand and three in the other. Suddenly, the world seems so much simpler. And that, that's exactly it. Because then we can go. Well, now what? Um, what am I feeling? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's really. Oh, I'm feeling down. Oh, that's really sadness. Well, let me deal with the sadness. Mm -hmm. And then, rather than oh, I'm feeling depressed and oh, I feel inadequate and oh, so many words. But it doesn't get to the underlying issue, which really they have emotions that are waiting to be expressed in a constructive way. Okay. Okay. So I, I assume in your practice that you've worked with all different age groups of, of people. Do you find working with baby boomers to be different in any way? Do you have to approach it differently? No, I really don't. I, I believe, and I've seen that this works well with people who are five years old, 15, 25, 55, 75. It doesn't make any difference because the rules, well, we're going to talk, I think, about communication today in terms of baby boomers and so on, but that the rules are just the same. But if we're, if, even if we're talking about the way we think, we the same way we think when we're five, 15, 25, and so on, the same way we act, the same way we use our intuition or don't use our intuition, it really transcends our age. Okay, so we have some universal truths here that we're dealing with. All that go back to those emotions because those emotions, like sadness, has to do with, well, we can feel sad if we have a hurt or a loss. You know, that's natural. Those are, that's not destructive sadness. When we lose a loved one, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's natural to feel sad. Sure. And so we need to do is cry. Mm -hmm. It's probably constructive, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Rather than but, push the emotions away, I imagine it's constructive to feel them. Right. Because when we don't, when we don't deal with the sadness, we turn it against ourselves, And that's when we start to feel unworthy and, and, um, uh, dependent on others for our self-esteem and judgmental against ourselves, and feel little and passive. Right. We turn the, that unexpressed sadness against ourselves. Okay. So you had mentioned that, that we want to talk about um, good communication practices for, uh, for baby boomers because, that, you know, that's our focus yes. of the podcast, right? We always are worried about uh, my people, your people, the baby boomers. Um, so I could easily get sidetracked by this whole, you know, learning about these emotions. Maybe you'll have to come back and we'll, ha we'll have a whole nother show, right, about just that topic because I'm already fascinated. So let me ask you, if, if you could give us three of your best tips, right, your golden nugget nuggets for improving our communication with, you know, our loved ones, with our coworkers, with our children, with our parents, you know, we are the sandwich generation. What would be your top three tips for us in improving right. our communication? All right. I'm going to start by telling you the two things that we, the biggest mistakes we make in communication. Okay. And one is we're not in the present. We're in the future based or we're in the past or we're, we're ex, you know, Inter interpreting things and making some worst case scenarios. Making stuff up, in other words. Exactly. Yeah. So, and these are, it's based in fear, but that's what we do. We're not in the present because when we're in peace, we're really in the present. So, that's one mistake that we make. And the other is that we're negative. 
we're grumpy, right? We see the half empty. Mm-hmm. And so those are really the biggest categories that we fall into in our traps, in our thinking, in our communication. Okay. So, so then we got to go, well, now let's talk about communication and what are the rules? And I say nobody ever taught us, but there are really only four rules for good communication. All right. So I'm going to go with them rather than three. I'm sure. going to say four. That's a bonus. It's a bonus All right. round. Okay. So first we have to, well, first I want to say that the idea of communication is about love. It's about increasing love and connection okay. because I understand you if I can communicate and you can communicate in ways that are constructive, right? So it's a, so it's the goal is love, all right? And we've got four rules of communication. The first rule is to talk about ourselves, right? So that means that we don't do the opposite, which is you, 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 you never help with the dishes and you're so lazy and, you know, you drive like so terrible and you, 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 that's not going to win us any kind of marks, right? Okay. It's hard to hear that kind of thing. We're not used to, we don't like to take feedback that comes with that you, you, you business. So we've got to turn it around and focus on ourselves. What do I need? What do I want? What's true for me? So we're in ourselves. That's the first rule. Okay. The second rule is we have to stay specific. Now, I think that that should be on a little tattoo that we all have eyes and specifics. Because, again, when we extrapolate, we're bringing in the kitchen sink, and it's so hard to get through a discussion because we piled in so many things that we never can get a handle on. We start with this topic, we finish with this topic, we deal with it in specifics, and then we can go to the next topic. So we have to start thinking more specifically, like what we do in business and what we do in architecture and cooking. We're dealing in specifics, but nobody said we need to communicate in specifics. Okay. Okay. So eyes and specifics, and then kindness, which is look for the positive. Look for what's going to move the conversation forward rather than this doesn't work and I don't like this. So those are the three rules, I, specifics, and kindness. And the fourth rule is we've got to put duct tape over our mouth and listen for 50% of the time. My son just said to me, my, my middle son said to me yesterday, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason, Mom. <laughs> like, yes, you do. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> it's so easy. And, you know, I teach class in communication, and I say, like, how many people feel listened to enough? And maybe one person raises their hand that we all feel like we're listening all the time. But the reality is we don't feel listened to enough. And it's such a power of connection is to understand each other. And so we have to, we don't have to be dancing and, and you know, picking up the conversation. It can be we just listen. And what I've learned in therapy is that the client will just pick it up. If I, if I don't leap in there and try to, you know, put words in their mouth, they're going to go and just say what the next thing is. Okay. So I just have to listen. So, so let me test you for a moment. I heard the four rules. 
you gave an example of, and, and this stuck with me because I have this problem with my husband, right? Um, I don't like your driving. You don't drive well. So what's a better, what should I be saying when I'm in the car with him? I guess I'm sort of answering my own question. Should I be telling him how I feel while he's driving? Right. And what, how do you feel when he's driving? I get nervous because he's not always looking at what's going on around us. I get nervous because I, I'm afraid we're going to get in an accident. Exactly. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. And so he can hear that because you're not attacking him. Right. You're, you're sharing about yourself. He doesn't want you feeling nervous. Right. So I, I'd really appreciate if you kept both hands on the wheel. Yeah. Or, I, you know, if you uh, kept to the speed limit or, right. or stopped looking around. But it's, it's like because it will help me. You're fine, but I'm just nervous. I like that. I'm trying to switch my thinking. If you could see the wheels in my head, right, <laughs> through, the, through the window in the top of my head, you'd see all the gears going through. And, uh, and conversations with my children, too. This is going to be very interesting, as Mom often this weekend will pause and say, hmm, okay, what's the best way to say that? I, I can tell that's what's going to be going on for me for the next few days. Well, but and that's perfect because we're so outward focused, yeah. but it's trouble. What, we're, what our domain is is ourself, and we have to get really good at speaking our truth in a loving way. Right, right. Not and accusatory, it, not, right, just this is this me is, and this is how I feel. Yes, and, and I'm willing to listen to how you feel and then we can come to some agreement about that accommodates both of us. But, but I'm standing in my truth. Right, right. This is what's true for me and I can't tell you what should be true for you and you can't tell me what's true for me. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so let me ask you my next question and that is what's the biggest challenge or obstacle that we're going to have in front of us to make this transition in our communication? What should I be, what should I be looking for when I find myself in front of, you know, this obstacle in front of me? Okay. Well, there's the, the, the violations to the communications, which are uh, you, you, yeah, I tell right. you about you. Okay. I overgeneralize with always and never. Right. Go, I, <laughs> yeah, go. I, I can't stand it when my, when my youngest child is, is a big always and never user. Yeah. And I'm constantly saying, would you please stop? There's nothing that's always or never. But you need to say, could you be more specific? Okay. Okay. That's that second rule, because he's talking about something he just doesn't know that he needs to deal with one thing in specific, that right. you can understand it in, in yeah. specifics. But the, the obstacle, really, is those unexpressed sadness, anger, and fear. That's what gets, in gets us in trouble and making those communication violations. We're, right. we're freaked out and we go, oh, oh, never and always. And it's always going to be like that. And you don't love me anymore. And mm -hmm. these big extrapolations where it just means, all right, I'm feeling some fear. Let me take some deep breaths. What I say is shake and shiver because these emotions are just energy, emotion, energy and motion. Mm -hmm. And so let me just shake some of this out of my body. And then I move the fear. Then I can think in specifics. Okay. 
So, or if I'm angry, I need to go and move that anger out, not by exercising, but maybe by pushing against the door jam or stomping around, something to move the, ex the energy, like a child has a temper tantrum, and then they get over it. And why not by exercising? Because you never see a child go, I'm so angry, I'm going to go and ride my tricycle. <laughs> right? True. Right. The, the, the emotion is wild. It's, it's uh, hard. It's fast. It's with abandon. So you need something where you're not focused. Of, Am I going to fall? Am I going to you know, hit okay. somebody? Okay. So, so you need to let go. I mean, again, you play soccer or something, and that gets some of that energy out. But it's really, it's oh, 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 making sounds, you know, not cursing but making sounds and moving that energy out physically. Okay, okay. And, and then you can communicate a little bit better because right. you're, you're not right. so overladen with these emotions that just scramble our thinking yeah. and scramble our words. And be aware, I guess, when you're falling back into familiar habits because you're not going to change anything if you keep going back to the way things were. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. okay, okay. So for people who are listening to us right now and they're starting to recognize, hmm, maybe I could do a little better job with my communication, which I imagine we all could, but I don't, I don't want to tell any of you out there that you're not great communicators, but I'm sure there's some improvement somewhere. So Jude, what would you tell us to, to get up and do right now? Is there something that we can practice or some like little trigger that we can try and switch in our head? What could we do right now to start making changes? Well, I would say get specific about what you really need to talk about, what kind of things you have been devious about not talking about or that you've been stuffing. Write them down and figure out what's true for you about okay. those topics. And so then at a neutral time, you can talk about it. You don't want to do it when you're all charged right, up. Right, when you're feeling emotional about it. Right? Exactly. Okay. But you go, hey, you know, after dinner, I'd like to, there's something I'd like to talk about. I'd like to talk about that you snore and that I'm not sleeping very well. And let's figure out what we can do about that. Right. Okay. But you don't do it in the middle of the night or in the morning and, you know, all Not that. Not after a few elbows. Exactly. Right. Okay. Exactly. Right. So, so okay. it's to be proactive and do some thinking, do some writing. Like, well, what do I really want? What do I specifically want about this specific topic? Okay. All right. Now tell people where they can find you. How can they learn more about uh, your work and find your book? Yes, uh, at the website, www.attituderreconstruction.com. And uh, also it's available as an ebook or, you know, as a paperback on Amazon. Okay. And, and the website has just a copious amount of information about any bad attitude that you want to, to get some insight about really simple, practical tools to increase the amount of joy, love, and peace you feel. There you go. Joy, joy, you need t-shirts. Joy, love, peace, right? Yes. To sell on your website. Um, and I know you're on Facebook and Twitter also. So Facebook at, at uh, Attitude Reconstruction. Yes. Right? And then uh, Twitter, you can probably search in the Twitter bar, Attitude Reconstruction, although Twitter won't let you have that, that long a word. So it's Attitude Reconstruct. Okay, gotcha. 
So you can find her uh, on Facebook and I almost said LinkedIn. I'm sure they can find you on LinkedIn. But what I meant was Twitter and Facebook, yes. right? You can follow yes. Attitude Reconstruction. And of course, there's never any worries. These links will be included in the notes of this particular post for this particular episode of the Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast. So if you're driving or you're on the treadmill, I always say, please don't get off the treadmill just to write <laughs> this down, but come back later and you can always um, search search the word Jude. Jude is the only Jude that has been on, on my show. So you'll easily find this particular episode, people. There are no excuses here. It's time to reconstruct your attitude. So Jude, before I let you go, can you share with us an inspirational quote or story, something to leave us with before we part? Well, I think that the best thing is to get up and do it again. If you make a mistake, apologize. And then let me try that again and go away, figure out what your eye is about the specific. And, and keep at it. Don't give up after one time of, oh, I tried to communicate with my husband. Or my, and they did. Keep going. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't give up. It's all you have to increase the love, to increase those feelings of connection. Right. It's, it's very rare to get something right the very first time you do it. And, you got to make mistakes. Yeah, th this could be no different. Uh, you just go, oh, let me take that back. Oh, 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 I have a friend who likes to make the, I'm backing up now. I'm going to start yes. over again. <laughs> yes, yeah. because we're learning new skills and right. we just have to practice. But people appreciate that if, if you go, all right, I bust myself. Let me try it again. Right. Okay, very good. Jude Bijou, it's been so pleasant speaking with you this afternoon and you i've really enjoyed this and i've learned a lot you i, I mean you can see my my gears are turning uh, i'm really i'm really thinking this whole community i first of all communication fascinates me just in general you know between the generations you know parents and children and um i've always found it a fascinating topic but now you you've got me thinking about it again anew you know, which is good right you can teach an old dog new tricks Absolutely. And we're all getting to be older dogs. <laughs> yeah. And we can uh, learn new tricks. Yes, we absolutely can. So Jude Bijou, it's been wonderful meeting you. And those of you out there, you're listening to the Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where every Tuesday afternoon, I bring you a wonderful guest like Jude, so that you can learn new things and build a thriving business and a vibrant life. And we can all uh, keep moving our generation forward together, hopefully with much better communication. Right, Jude? Right on. <laughs> so until next time, I would very much like you to take care. Boom, baby. That's it for now. See you next time on Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast.